Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Croce brings us back. WABC Talk Radio 77. Today, of course, Jim Croce's birthday, which is why we're celebrating his music. Joining us is a person, a woman, who proves that you can have everything. You can have the most intense, incredible intellect. You can have the beauty. You can have the character, the integrity. And you can be great at what you do. Megan Kelly, how are you? That is the nicest intro anybody's ever given me. Thank you so much. I'm good. It is so awesome to speak with you. Megan, even Charlemagne the God is now saying that what DeSantis (laughs) has pulled off by uh, sending via Air DeSantis 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard is genius. Yet Democrats believe, and the other party, and, and many people on the other side believe, that it will be the death knell for Republicans come November. What is your take? Uh, I'm with Charlemagne. <laughs> they wish it would be the death knell. It was a stroke of genius And if the Democrats really are upset about this tactic of shipping migrants to lands farther north and east, they should take it up with their own president, who's been shipping them up here into our backyard in Westchester, New York, for the better part of a year, as documented on camera by the New York Post and Fox News and others. Uh, I guess they just don't like it when it's to a really rich Tony Island, because they've been fine when it's to a really rich Tony suburb of New York. Um, The other thing is, I I love that the the Martha's Vineyard residents truly, like we went through this head-snapping routine in the 40 hours they were there of, (laughs) oh my gosh, it's such an honor. They changed our lives. Get out. Okay, now we're going to go visit them at Cape Cod Base. Aren't we good people? (laughs) It's so amazing how they want credit for the way they treated them because you know, they got coffee or they walked them down to see what a $26 hamburger, hamburger looks like. No one bought one for them. Then kicked them out. Then said, well, come visit. You enriched us. <laughs> one of the things that I loved about uh, the entire episode was the way that some of the people with the signs on their front yard, the signs BLM, Oh, we care. We love refugees. We love everybody. And these were the same people. One of them actually came out and spoke and talked about they didn't have the infrastructure. We don't have the infrastructure in town to handle this many people, 50 mm-hmm. migrants. And right. then they called 125 National Guard to escort them away. 
it's absurd. And actually said, had the nerve to say, I think this was from D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who's been dealing with an influx, courtesy of Governor Abbott and others as well. We're not Texas. All right. So same messaging from both places. We're not we're not Texas. We don't have the infrastructure as if these Texas towns have the infrastructure to deal with more people coming in across the southern border illegally than they actually have in said Texas towns. Um, I'm trying to remember the one town, but there's one down there that has 146,000 people. They received more than that this past year. These towns are getting, in some instances, seven, 8,000 migrants in a couple of days. And they've been jumping up and down saying, please help us. And these places like Martha's Vineyard in Washington, D.C., look at them and say, don't be so racist. So God bless Governor DeSantis, because, yes, I actually think this could work in terms of shutting off the spigot that's been leading all these people to run across the southern border. And more importantly, this is an ends may justify the means kind of situation, because, yes, it's not particularly nice to use these people as political pawns, but We've got people drowning. I watched video of a little boy almost drowned to death in the Rio Grande yesterday. At least one corpse a day is popping up down there from drownings in the area. So it's what you're not seeing, courtesy of the mainstream media, is far more brutal than a little excursion to Martha's Vineyard where everyone was treated appropriately. And by the way, they all signed consents anyway. Now, in the remaining moments we have left, I want to talk with you about what I consider to be the scandal of the century, in fact, the scandal of humanity, and that being the COVID pandemic. I'm not a denier that the pandemic took place. What I am, um, why I call it a scandal is because of the incredible misinformation, drugs that were proven to work, we were told, by members of the mainstream press and political opponents didn't work. Uh, um, 538 uh, Nate Silva said someone should look into whether the vaccines were delayed in order to accommodate the election. So you have it on both sides there. Right now there are uh, un- deaths that are being reported, and some people are saying, please look at the correlation between those deaths and the vaccine. We have vaccine makers that are inoculated from risk. We have all sorts of things. We still don't know where it, uh, how it originated, whether it was an accident or not. Yet Joe Biden says, okay, pandemic is over, and is it over? Mm, it's over. Uh, it's, it's been over for a while. There's no official guideline for when a pandemic is done. It's kind of like you look around and you know whether it's done. And I think that re- remark was very telling because it shows you that he's not getting urgent updates every day on COVID in the White House. It's no longer a priority even for them P.S. It hasn't been ever since they saw their electoral fortunes start to live or die based on whether the pandemic is in full swing. So even the White House recognizes we've moved on. And even these numbers that people are using now to try to slow him down on this, Democrats, of 400 people are dying a day of COVID. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. They've been doing that trick since the beginning of COVID, of COVID or with COVID. Uh, I think it's an overstatement, and I think people really have moved on, and it's time for him to lift all federal mandates. There should be no more federal mandates, and he should not be able to use the pandemic as a justification for student loan, quote, forgiveness, which is a wealth transfer, or any other policy. There should be no more firings of Marines or National Guardsmen. There should be no more firings of teachers like we just saw this week in New York City, uh, between 800 and 2,000 teachers gone because they wouldn't get a vaccine which 
has absolutely no effect on stopping the transmission of COVID. Um, and so it's time to admit reality that we're going to have to live with COVID. The pandemic's over. We need to move on. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. Megan Kelly, our time is up, sadly. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. By the way, I saw a uh, article in one of the uh, uh, trades that the Sunday shows are in dismal shape and that someone needs to come in and revive Sunday morning television. You have enough on your hands, however. I just thought, <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that to you. Okay. You are sweet. But I got to tell you, I have zero desire to go back to that life. I love the medium I'm in now. Megan, always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. The pleasure was all mine. I'll do it anytime. Thank you. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, we have your telephone calls coming up. We have a few other stories to get to. Governor Hochul, by the way, says she didn't know anything about it. What am I talking about? Well, this massive fundraiser. Two of them, in fact, that raised all sorts of money for her. And then the contract for COVID tests just coincidentally happens to land in the laps of the people that held the fundraiser. Today, Hochul's out saying, "Uh uh-uh, didn't know anything about it. You didn't see me do it. I didn't do it. Can't prove I did it. Let's move it away. Anyway, Snurley here with you, WABC Talk Radio 77. We are coming back. We've got your calls. We've got more news right after this. Like the pine trees lining the winding road, I've got a name. I've got a name. Like the singing bird in the croaking toad, I've got a name. I've got a name. 